station is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Nerds, discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Get ready for your spring sci-fi celebrations, including First Contact Day and May the 4th with Toink exclusives that are out of this world. Use code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off of your order. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what we need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of ID Marvel. I feel like we're in a cosmic rewind. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's me again on May 22nd. Well, there you go. Just just rub that in. But I actually may remember this episode, this issue, this issue. <laughs> I, I'm taking Zoe and Melissa on the 22nd. Yay. Uh, by the way, shout out to listener Meredith, who uh, was listening to last week's issue and Agrees that she thinks the Guardians of the Galaxy does better with the classic rock format than an orchestral. Now, so, there, 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 there are orchestral soundtracks. There are orchestral segments to the soundtrack, yes, but... And I believe there was, believe there was a, a, a... Okay, okay. There is it, an orchestral it, theme to Guardians right, of the Galaxy, right. yes. There, 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 there's, there, the, there's the, the, the classic rock the, soundtrack. And then yes. there's the original score soundtrack, which is right. the orchestrals, um, because they also did that with uh, Iron Man or yeah, Iron Man, and Iron Man Two. So Iron Man Two was basically an ACDC greatest hits album. Yeah, essentially, yes, yeah, pretty much. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, um, sounds like check out the homepage. I still haven't gotten it caught up yet, but you could check out our affiliates such as Biddy Boomers, Toink, uh, with Biddy Boomers, you use code WeBeGeeks for 15% off your purchase. With Weebe, or with Toink, with WeBeGeeks, use WinGeeks15 for 15% off your purchase. And 
Go ahead. No, I was just about to say, I love my bitty boomer. I love my bitty boomer. Mm-hmm. Love my bitty boomers. Uh, I use Iron Man at work. He's my work buddy. Um, I may be adding us another, I may be doing another one so I can pair them so I can leave one at the computer and put one behind and kind of do a almost a surround at certain work locations when I'm at certain work locations for my laptop. Right. Um, with Toint, we are going to be having a May 4th giveaway that will start on May 4th and run till May 7th. So we're going to go Wednesday to Saturday. Okie dokie. And we're going to be giving away a lightsaber lamp, color of your choice, and a chrome Darth Vader mug. So that's going to be cool. Dang! And we will be doing, in honor of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind launching, a Guardian, a Mighty Marvel Geeks Cosmic Giveaway. And it's going to be an all-Guardians giveaway around Memorial Weekend for the uh, for the launch of Cosmic Rewind. Sweet! So, yeah. If we were partnered with Toink, or even new Toink, when Mission Breakout happened, or even realistically when uh, Avengers Campus happened, we probably would have done the same thing. But this is now, this is the future, and this is how we're doing this. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Leroy. Leroy uh, Jenkins. So, um, but I, like I said, I will be getting the, uh, the site updated shortly. <laughs> I was looking, at least we're not that far behind as opposed to Weeby Geeks. Weeby Geeks. Apparently, I haven't touched it since September. Dude. Yeah. Oops. You had one job. I know. Things have been so crazy in my world. It's still crazy. It's still absolutely crazy. So, um, let's see. Where do we begin? Uh, let's start off with a Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Okay. Who wants okay. to kick us off? Uh, well, Go for it, my dude. Well, you know, I well, you know, I loved how you know it, it's definitely you. You definitely, definitely can see Waika. What was it Taika Waititi's Taika Waititi? Yeah, yeah, that guy. His influence uh, from 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 the start. Uh, you have Workout Thor. You know, you know, doing the the chains because you know he's Nesgardian. Uh, mm-hmm. You got the Asgardians of the Galaxy, which with the, the battle of the egos between <laughs> Star-Lord mm-hmm. and Thor, you know, um, it, you know, and I have to admit, and I'm just going to touch on this because I want you know, so you guys can uh, you know, mention stuff. But I loved that. Not what I was what I was reading into it. Was a nod to Thunderstrike. Yes. Yes. I can totally see that. Mm-hmm. This also screams Jason Aaron all over it as well. Yes. Let's get him back and get him to uh, to, to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to give that a shot. I have to reach out. See if I can get him. Uh, uh, go ahead, Derek. One, one, uh, one thing that I noticed that uh, it, it made me chuckle was... The ball cap while yes. he's out with the chains. You look at that ball cap. It's an Avengers ball cap, a trucker style ball cap. Yeah. But you can tell he has gone in with a Sharpie and written strongest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I love that. He just can't let that go. No, no, no. Because we're starting to see, 
I like the the Ragnarok Thor. Okay. Yes. yes. I liked the um, I like the Infinity War Thor, and the end, and I even like the Endgame Thor. But mm-hmm. I guess this is more like I guess this is more a we're seeing him come back to his personality, where he's still a little full of himself. I, he's, I, he's got the swagger back. Yes. Yes. He likes being the center of attention. So that scene where and this could just be cruelly edited to where this is not what's happening at all. But when when Peter Quill says, you'll just look at the eyes of people you love and he tries to get into Star Lord's into his 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 eye contact. I mean, that is I've seen some people say, is 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 he turning gay for Peter Quill? No, that's just Thor trolling. Yeah. 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 Thor is trolling because he wants to be loved. He wants to be adored. Yes, yes. And really, who doesn't? But still, that's that's him. He's he's messing with it because he knows he knows that Peter doesn't really like him. <laughs> well, you know, well, he feels uh, like he feels like you no know, Thor swept in there and is kind of hijacking the band from him. Mm-hmm. You, you know, but look at how he treated the rest of the Guardians. Ideally, when they started to form as a team, he didn't trust them either. Right. I mean, Quill has trust issues. Doesn't Rocket point that out in the first film? No, he just said have major issues. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, still, um, to me, I loved the styling that was almost a continuation of Ragnarok. Yeah. And I think this is what the Thor film should have always been. And looking back at the first one, it kind of yeah. touched on it, but it didn't. The Kirby influence was not as strong in the first one. Correct. Right. It definitely right. wasn't there for the se- for the second. No, no, it was. But Ragnarok hey. was a Thor movie I've always been. And now this is one that, I mean, I could, at this point in time, I could take or leave Dark World. I could go, I, I could go Thor, I could go. Ragnarok, and then I could go Love and Thunder. I I could totally. I have no problem skipping. It, Dark it World. is not it, Dark World is not the worst movie I've seen. Mm-mm. I think that would have to be like either Australia or Sweet November, but that's just me. <laughs> um, Sweet November is one of those movies that you go to just to score points. You, you score brownie points with somebody else who really wants to see it. Uh. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Then, then you go home and you watch Roadhouse to try and you know clear it out. You know, Roadhouse, dude. I, I. Okay, let's be honest. Even Michael Bay's Transformers. No, that's what. Watch that out. They make you sit through that or sit through Twilight. The counter is Howard the Duck. Come on, everyone knows that. Since you can mute the both of us, <laughs> I'm just going to smile and say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm a party of one. Party of one. <laughs> yeah, oh, but oh, if God. you're uh, if you're like Mark Spector, you still qualify for the group discount. <laughs> that is true. There you go. As Zoe says. <laughs> 
I like that. And Zoe keeps reminding me it's not George Lucas's best film, and he'll probably admit to it. I, I keep threatening to disown her, but I can't. Um, <laughs> I mean, but no, I, I'm I'm absolutely digging the way this is looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love. Go ahead. Don't, you, know, you go ahead. Go ahead. You, you may be on my. You may be beating me to the punch here, so I'm going to allow you to swing. Okay. And the 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 final shot when you see comic accurate Mighty Thor. Mm-hmm. Ju- I mean, just a split second. That was that was just enough. That and honestly, that might get me to my no more trailers for me. <laughs> that I that that may get me to my no more trailers because I, I I'm good, you know. So you know what's got me more interested than than her look, but Mjolnir. Mjolnir, I want to worry how that got put back together. I mean, you can't just come in and say, I've got Asgardian Gorilla Glue. We're going to fix this mofo. Right. Right. Well, I think think you're right. I think it's entertaining, too. Uh, It's been said with some of the merch. It's it's verifying Jane's cancer storyline, which Mm -hmm. comes right from Jason Aaron. Right from Jason Aaron. Yes. Right. Right. And that's going to be I'm going to be interested to see how they treat that. Yeah. How they. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I do want to see how they treat it. Mm-hmm. Same, same. I, I love I love when the costume changes. All of a sudden, Ravenger Thor. Yes, that to me was the Thunderstrike look. Yeah, yeah. that's what, that that's what it was for me too. I'm like, and, and which actually, I, since we got time, I actually put on my list in um in uh Marvel Unlimited to. Go back to the Thunderstrike stories. Uh, the, the series looks like there may. I know there was a series in there, but looks like there's a couple of other appearances for him as well. Yeah, uh, if I remember correctly, I think I've got one of his. I think at one of his first appear, Eric Masters' first appearances as Thor. Mm-hmm. Because for for those of you who don't know, Eric Masters was chosen to take the place of Thor while Thor was imprisoned for. I mean, let's let's be honest. How many times has he like angered the Guardian gods? So it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like the old Robert Downey Jr. It's kind of like, well, what's he in trouble with the law for this time? Right, right, and, and so. He, I, I liked the angle they were going with that because you've got a regular guy who suddenly is granted with this power. Right. Right. And it's, yes, it is a variant on the with great power comes great responsibility. But to me, it was a refreshing change from old English speaking Thor to modern day, you know, bad guys can play hardball too, guy Thor. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things I found cool is, and this is going to come right from, I'm just going to say it now, from my MU pick for this week, which is going to be Thor, God of Thunder, number three. The the shot we see in the trailer of, uh, of Thor looking over the corpse of Falagar, the behemoth, mm-hmm. is taken directly from a panel in mm-hmm. God of Thunder 3. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an exact tribute. I mean, it's okay. done exactly like the yeah, way it's it staged. Is. It, it, it is. It is. It is. They brought that panel to life. Mm-hmm. And 
how exciting can it not? Can you not be? Can, can you not be excited for this Olympus? Yeah, we get to see freaking Olympus. I think it's um, Russell Crowe as Zeus. Russell Crowe as Zeus. But can we hope against hope that we get Marvel's Hercules in this? I hope so. I I would be sorely disappointed if we don't. I mean, if you think about it, if you think about it, who would be the perfect foil for Thor? Hercules has uh, Hercules' ego is just as big as Thor's ego. Well, right. so here's the thing, though. Hercules is uh, well, he's got a temper, but he's almost like the ultimate drinking buddy for Thor. Yes, because oh, yeah. he's got that. It, he is. For those of you, for well, this is just my interpretation from having read him in the comics. He strikes me as essentially being MCU Thor in terms of personality. He was a lot more jovial than Thor was in the comics. Right. Right. He was he was essentially Ragnarok Thor, just Greek. Now that's not to say that they couldn't make MCU Herc a little more straight laced and. A little unlike the comic version, right? But you know, I still want to see it. I still want to see it. I want to see it's kind of like you know, strongest Avenger. Yeah, but are you the strongest of the gods? True. <laughs> well, or, I, I also found interesting. We have a new name, or we have a renaming of a character, King Valkyrie. Yep, y'all. Valkyrie looks about as uncomfortable in that suit as I get wearing a suit. Me, yeah, yeah. Me. Like the pictures of me and the tux from Candlelight. Yeah, but you were smiling in that one. Mm, yeah. You you were at least trying to look like it wasn't excruciating. Oh, I tried. Believe me, I tried. Valkyrie ain't even trying. No, she no. Was- I, Valkyrie would rather be fighting instead of administrating. <laughs> I think. Yeah, she is. I'm I'm calling it now. She is in the same situation that Admiral Kirk was at the beginning of the Wrath of Khan, where he's sitting around running a simulator and he'd rather be out out on chasing around on a starship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like Admiral. Okay, great. But you know, that's hell for somebody who rather be in the captain's chair. Yeah. You know what? When he got when he got demoted, it was probably the best day of his life. Oh, well, you saw the guy, the uh, the the flag officer, you know, when when he's saying you are being demoted to captain, he's doing it with a grin and a wink. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you are demoted to captain like rocket with the with the winking eye. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and you will be given shucks. command of a starship. Punish me Punish more. Me more. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> oh, no, oh, not, not the not. Enterprise again. Anything but that. No, please have mercy. <laughs> With the same crew, too? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, most of the same crew. Most of the same crew. Most of the Tiny same. is out on his own ship. Right. And don't call me Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, for for me, I'm 
this trailer has me excited. Yeah. Um, the look of the trailer, look at the film has me excited. And uh, it looks like it ought to be a vinyl album cover. But, you know, yeah. it does. That's how it should be. Or the side of a van. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't unsee this. <laughs> I cannot see this because Am I, I wrong? Good, no, I, I, I can fully see Thor cruising around in, in a, uh, in a, in a seventies model Chevy van shag wagon. That's got the, the airbrush on the side and, and a spoiler, a big honking spoiler yes. on the back. Uh, the round, uh, the round, round rear windows, rear windows. Yes, the porthole windows. There you go. There you go. The or, mag or, wheels, or. the mag wheels, the flared exhaust, the rumble, rumble. Or, 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 or it could be the could back be of a trap keeper. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you said. know, there's there's listeners to this podcast that that are under a certain age. They won't know what the Sam Hill you're talking about. The Trapper Keepers okay, are back kids. again. Agent Kylan, uh, actually, all of us, uh, the, the, the Intrepid Trio, grew up in a time where Trapper Keepers uh, had not just like the pretty flowers and stuff that you see now. They had what would be considered epic art. Uh, and when we're talking about like when we're referencing uh, van art and that sort of thing. Uh, you could just go go into Google and uh, Google Van Art, and you'll see what we're talking about. So if you look at that movie poster or the the poster that we or the image that we get from just, just uh, look, Thor: Love and Thunder, just look at the film Outward, the Disney film like Outward, Outward or Onward. Oh, okay, okay. I googled Van Art, did not disappoint. Okay, see there you go, and you're welcome. Google Van Art Onward. That's from the Disney animated film. Uh, so, yes. uh, all right, because I have not watched. Uh, I have not watched Onward. I think Dawn has watched it. I will go and and watch it. Yeah, it, it's kind of like that, but. Uh, <laughs> and you're gonna want to listen to ACDC afterwards too. So there you go. Not the one from Onward. You do not listen to ACDC. That no, no, no. You, you no. listen to uh, oh, what's the Dreamweaver. That's what you listen to. Yeah. Oh my. Are the Starland vocal band? Oh. Oh. Mm, that. But I. I know what you're saying. We'll talk about after. <laughs> Gary Wright. That's him. Gary Wright. Starbuck. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes. yes. Okay. Yes. There you go. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. when I was a kid, I loved that song that you're talking about, and then I was like, because it. Talk and about then sky grown up you, and then grown up you realized what that song was about. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh. and I'm like, well, did my mom just not mind you? I was just focused on the chorus, so whatever. But still, right. so just say no, stay in school, kids. <laughs> Absolutely, buy that trapper keeper. Bad trapper keeper. <laughs> so, um, any other thoughts about the Thor trailer? Nope, no. I, I'm 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 hoping that the soundtrack is as epic as it was for Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Mm, I have every confidence that it will be. Yeah. I, I want to see other pantheons. I want to see other pantheons in the MCU. Oh yeah, I would I would love to get into the uh, the different gods. Yeah. Which 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 getting a little bit 
of a peek into with yes with Moonlight. And apparently, we're going to be getting a little bit with uh, uh, what you call it, Love and Thunder, since we're going to Olympus. Yeah, we're going to Olympus. Yeah. So, gentlemen, it's time for the Fantastic Four takeaways. Well, we're going to do this twice because we've got episode three, episode four of Moon Knight to discuss. So, uh, Eric, why don't you start us off with number four from episode three? Episode three, number four. I want to know more about Layla. And it's not just a, I, a song by Eric No, Clark it's Jeff. not just Derek and the Dominoes, no. <laughs> uh, mainly because I want to know why her name triggers people like she says it does. Mm-hmm. I, I That's it. I, I want to know. I want to know why. Kylan, you're number I'm three. Number you're number four. four. Number four. Um, um, my number four is I feel like that episode three cements the idea that the personality of Steven was created to act as a buffer between Mark and Khonshu. Because Khonshu can't stand Steven. To a certain degree, Mark can't stand Steven, but he and Steven seem to be seem to be able to kind of work together. But Khonshu only sees Steven as being a uh, a barrier between him and Mark. He's a defense mechanism. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, for me, um, my my first was uh, the audience with a need, or my number four was the audience with a need, and we get to see Konshu interact with the other gods and the other avatars. So, so we're learning it's not just Mark slash Steve; it's other people who are connections with other Egyptian gods. Mm-hmm. Or we're assuming it other Egyptian gods. Well, I mean, you you have met avatars for four or five others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, moving right along. Number three. My number three is related to my number four because I want to know more about the forger that she was with at the beginning of the episode because clearly Layla has some underground history um more like well i say underground more like black market criminal underworld kind of things going on and i want to know more about that i want to know more about her relationship with did she say it was a friend or a family member for some reason i got the feeling it was a family member i got that feeling too maybe just a longtime friend of the family right i was clearly she grew up around her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the way she said your father, mm-hmm. your, your fa- basically like your, fa- your, your father coddled you too much. Well, not, not coddled, but uh, accommodated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, it was too accommodating towards her. So, so it's just kind of like Layla to me, is, and everybody says, you know, you know Mark and Stephen and, and Moon Knight and Khonshu, but Layla to me is an underrated character in this. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like you could almost give me a a mini series about her. Right. You know, get, make you know a series about her as kind of like a you know a smuggler slash art thief slash rogue. Right. Or uh, was it say about her entire family or yeah. Right, right now, we don't know a lot. So, no, I mean, for all we know, 
her dad was the only one who was in legit business. Right. Oh, Lord. A whole fa- a, a, basically an Egyptian crime family. Not uh-huh. crime family like mafia. I'm talking about like crime family like scoundrels. Right, right. Kevin Feige, if you're listening, we got an idea here for you. Yep, yep. So, Highland uh, so, number three. Uh, number three for me is uh, well, the the fact that we we are now, mind you, this was prior to seeing the Love and Thunder trailer. We were in, we are introduced to another pantheon of gods. Because uh, up to this point, the only gods that we had encountered were the Asgardians. So you know, we did, this is kind of like the piggyback off of um, what you said, Mike. Is you no know, that you no know, the fact that we the fact that we we have another pantheon of gods that uh for that operates seems like these these gods operate strictly through avatars uh you know and so no we we do have a a, this group that has been now introduced to the mcu but barely a a week before we find out hey there's not just no egyptian gods that we're gonna get so right uh for me the sequence after um we we see uh the the person Layla's talking to who's the actor who ends up passing away um mm-hmm. before the film or before all this was released guess um, part of yeah yeah the whole sequence in the in the horse ring mm-hmm. with him and we we see a whole new realm of when in the moon knight costume he's essentially immortal yes and he's we and love regeneration pretty yeah. much and we kind of see it has seen it earlier with the whole he's being shot at type thing, but more, this is more when the spears go through him. It's like, yeah, this is yeah, you may be holding me down, but this is still kind of nothing. Number two, back to you, Mike. I'm gonna follow up on yours just a little bit with just three words: crescent cape shot. Yes. Oh, yes. That that it's not an over-the-top CGI shot, but really some of the most impressive ones aren't. It was like perfect. Yeah, and it was just, it was a blink-and-you-miss-it kind of shot, but, I mean, that is that is totally comics right there. That, that was that was a yeah. signature shot, just like you get the, the bat wing shape tape. Yes, bat. Mm-hmm. the bat shape. Well, we, I thought you were about to say, you know, the bat wing, you know, doing the stall run uh, silhouetted against the moon. <sighs> yeah, the first movie that was perfect yeah, too that was so uh, island your n- number two my number two is uh uh the fact that layla seems to be more weirded out by mark's uh disassociative personality disorder she's more weirded out by that than she is by anything that's involving Kanshu. Moon Knight or wherever it is that's going on with the other gods right now. Like, it just seems that this whole thing with the Steven personality, she's that's the thing that she's trying to grasp and get a bit a better understanding of. Right. Um, I find that I, so obviously this that is the new thing for her. Uh, so Steven must have been created after they separated. 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe not separated, but when he went into hiding. Yeah. Or but after, seem- or after no what we'll talk about in the next, uh, with the next episode. But she did seem to be aware of his, um, that he did have some kind of uh, disorder, but she, but he had said that he had it under control. So, so she was aware of it, but it didn't seem like that it was much of an issue until mm-hmm. now. Recently, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Stephen reading the reading everything on the sarcophagus and inside the sarcophagus before we get the iconic crescent cape shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I it's like Mark's just going. All right, I give in. You do this. Yeah. It's that okay? We're we're now seeing um, Mark show some some vulnerability, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. realizing Stephen's worth, or at least his usefulness. Right, right. So number one, my number one, and quite frankly, guys, I'm surprised y'all haven't beat me to this. Who is the third personality? The blackout. The, the blackout period where Mark doesn't know what's going on and Steven doesn't know what's going on, but apparently there's a whole lot of butt whooping that's going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I thought this was more part of the, uh, we see this in episode four, not episode three. No, we did see some of it in episode three though. Yeah, uh, you did. It was when he's trying to chase down the, uh, chase down the, the thugs for lack of a better yeah, word, right. the, uh, the, the Amit henchman. And just, you, just you just shows you how much I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> so you blacked out too. I see. Apparently so. Uh, I, I've heard you know, theories that this is Jake, but this is a very different Jake if that's the case. Yeah. Because yeah. in the comics, well, of course, they've already deviated from the comics. I mean, Mark is Mark, both comics and, uh, and in, in miniseries. Stephen Grant was supposed to be like basically the Bruce Wayne. Right. He was the billionaire playboy. He was the public persona. Right. And and I get why they wanted to move away from that because, you know, they they want to downplay any Batman similarities. But Jake was just supposed to be like the blue collar street level informant guy. Mm-hmm. This does not strike me. If if this is it, 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 it's a dark Jake. It's a it's definitely not the street level informant Jake. Right, right. This is like serial killer Jake. Yeah. See. Okay. And so to piggyback off uh, off what you were saying, see, I was I was holding off for the same reason. And my thinking is with the changes that they made to Stephen. Here's something to think about. So Stephen fights against Khonshu. Mark Mark is willing to work with Khonshu, but he he still has his own mind to a certain degree. What if whatever this other personality is, Jake, wherever it may be, what if Jake is the true believer and is willing to do what Mark isn't willing to do and what Steven absolutely won't do. That actually makes sense. It makes a lot of sense there because uh, I think this was at the end of three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this was at the end of three where, where, where um, 
Harrow is talking with, I guess it's Osiris's avatar. Yeah. You know, the whole, you know, can he hear us? And so he's talking to the Ushabti of of Khonshu, basically saying, like, your torture broke me. Because right. it doesn't it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like Khonshu is all that mean to Mark. Right. No. What if Dark Jake, we'll call it Dark Jake, what if he's the one that relishes? Because Her- Arthur himself says, I used to enjoy, you know, meeting out your punishment. Basically, I liked beating up people. Right. I liked administering the justice. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, that if Dark Jake is the full on, oh, yes, I love my job so much. Yeah, I think you're onto something. Yep. Yep. I mean, I mean we, that, that, and that's just. I, I would. I was just thinking that I was thinking about that because I was just like, well, Kanshu would want need someone that would be the devote the, the 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 devoted acolyte, right? Now, you know, because Mark still has Mark still has his morality about him. Mark has scruples. He does. He still has scruples. So you know. Um, so yeah, so uh, so you and I seem to be on the same wavelength as far as that goes. So because I, I was holding off on talking about that personality, I'm willing to make the jump and say that it's Jake, and I just hope that I'm not guilty. I'm not going to turn around and be guilty of the same thing that people are guilty of talking about uh, Mephisto. So whatever, but I, I'm jumping. I'm jumping on and saying that I, I'm calling this person Jake right now. We'll see. Yeah. We'll call him Jake until we get a better name for him. Sounds good to me. All righty. Well, episode four. Wait a minute. We didn't do your number one. Yeah. Honestly, I don't have a number one because y'all pretty much covered it and there's (laughs) nothing more I could add. So for episode four. Number four. Kyle, start with you. Okay. So episode four. Uh, So, uh, okay. I think that the gods have no problem with encasing one of their own in stone if they step out of line for whatever reason. Just just looking at I just look at the one scene where you see all of the you, you see how many uh of the gods are encased in stone when they're placing Khonshu in his his no, I guess wherever his position would be. Right. Uh, there were a lot, a yeah. lot of gods. The other avatar said, you know, he is tethered here as are several others or as are many others. So, yes. yeah. So basically we are looking at the ancient Egyptian version of Varrock. Or, or to tie in to the distinguished competition, since there's always been the Moon Knight Batman comparison. Mm-hmm. Let, let's say, uh, it's the MCU version of the Phantom Zone. I thought yeah. you were going to go with Arkham Asylum, but, you know, that would work, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Eric, you're number four. My number four, it's kind of a large, it's kind of like a, a large scope version. But, this, it, it, and I'm starting, I'm going all the way to the end, where we are clearly inside Mark's mind, where you see he is he is an individual. Stephen is an individual. There's symbology here. There's symbolism. 
Mark ducks into a room. Stephen is trapped in a sarcophagus. He opens the sarcophagus, reunites with Stephen, and they're happy to see each other, and they are willing to cooperate and work together. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. There's a th- another sarcophagus, and there is somebody in there trying to get out. Mm-hmm. They ignore that one. Mm-hmm. Or that they don't necessarily ignore it. They don't stop to let who's ever in it out. Right. Jake's in there. Yes. Dark Jake is in there. And neither one of them want anything to do with him. Do you so think, do you think we know they know it's Jake? Um they show absolutely no curiosity about it. Right. So I would say if you don't show any curiosity towards something, you pretty much know what's in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. They either they either know what's in there or they don't want to know what's in there. I mean, they they're well aware that somebody something uh, by thing by this point two times has been the uh, basically laying waste to their enemies uh, in a way that Stephen can't do, Mark won't do. You know, and do you really want to let that thing loose? Yeah. For me, uh, my number four was um, seeing when they go into the into the tombs or into the pyramid and, and Steven's just like a kid in a candy store. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, for me, that was my number four. It's like now we're seeing reality of Steven. Number three. That's back to you, Kylan. OK, um, I think that. I don't. I'm surprised that the gods are buying into uh, buying in so easily into what Harrow is selling. Like, like I, I it, it's something that I, and I know that it's just it's just how the story has to go. But I don't understand how in the world can these celestial beings be so easily the. Uh, Deceived by Harold, I, I just I don't understand it. Well, all right, my my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. One, they don't like Conchu to begin with, so there is a confirmation bias in play. Right. And two, they can't be bothered. It's kind of like it, it's kind of like when when you're having a good sleep and you're having nice dreams and and the whole nine yards. You're snug. You're comfortable. And the phone rings. You really just want to get whoever it is off the phone so you can go back to sleep. Right, right, right. So I'm just kind of like those two factors right there is kind of like really conscious acting up again. Yeah, fine, whatever. Are 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 you good? No, because that was the thing. They spent less time asking about Arthur and his intentions than they did. You know, it's kind of like oh, conscious enslaved another poor innocent victim again. You you can say he's exploiting you. This is a safe space for you to do that. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's kind of like it's almost like the boy who cried wolf, mm-hmm. and nobody believed the boy when wolves actually did show up. Right. So right. that's that's to me how how they were able to uh, be so easily deceived. Mm. So would would that be your number three there, or was that your number? Three? So that was my. That, that, that he was, was just jumping in on okay. mine. Okay. Yeah. I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Your number three. Mm, I oh God, I don't even know where I want to go with this. Um, I had severe. I had severe 
Brendan Fraser, the mummy vibes. I want to know more. I want to know more about the, I guess the undead, the zombie embalmer. Yeah. But something that made me look at that, you know what? I'll save that for my number two. I'll save that for my number two. Uh, My, my number three is Layla questioning Mark about her father. And, and Mark having to explain himself. So I want to say that take that whole thing takes place before Conchu comes into Mark's world, or that's what leads Conchu to come into Mark's world. Right. So number two. Back to you, Ellen. Okay. Um. So now I'm like now I'm like Eric. I'm trying to think about how they exactly were mine. Uh. Is okay. All right, so okay. So here's turn. Okay. So is mark dead or is this something that's all that's going on in his brain right now uh because it just seemed like the entire second half of the episode you know with with the whole the no all of a sudden you know he he wakes up and he's in an asylum but then you realize that he actually it, it he's not in an asylum but at the same time are you, is he in the afterlife at this point? I, I, the feeling I get is that he is. And I also think that what we're going to end up with is con uh, that Conshu in some way orchestrated all of this to happen. Because you remember Conshu at the end of episode three, you know, after they manipulate the sky. Uh, you know, he said that there was going to be a price. He says there's going to be a price and I need your help. And I believe that it was not just at that point where he and Mark slash Stephen are manipulating the sky. I don't believe that was it. I believe there's something more to it. And are we are we approaching that with what's going on now? Right, Eric, your number two. Uh, he's not on. He is dealing with an issue from Fury. Uh, my number two is when he went fishing down the great pharaoh's mummified throat. Mm-hmm. We come to find out the pharaoh is not truly Egyptian, but it's Alexander no. the Great. Right. And he was an avatar of, uh, of Enid, right? The one they're looking for? No. Yes. 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 So I thought. So, so he goes fishing down the throat for that. Well, you know, the thing was, I that was kind of like, I'm like, you know what? The, the, that body has been dead for centuries. So I'm like, I'm trying to not be grossed out by it. But I'm like, it was kind of gross. I, I was waiting for a mummy moment where the, the skeleton started to reanimate. Yes. Kind of what I was hoping for, which obviously we didn't get, but I was hoping. Yeah, I mean that was I, I, that that was thing. I kept I, I there was part of me who was just like, wait, okay, so if this is Alexander the Great, you're diving in, you're doing that. I kept I don't know. I kept expecting something else to happen, especially after the whole thing with the uh, embalming, yeah, zombie thing, whatever that was. Yeah, that, you know? that's why. That's why I thought we were gonna get some. So, uh, trying to see if Eric's back. He is not. So, Eric, it's since Fury has let you come back to recording. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that nice of him? Uh, uh, <laughs> my my number two. Um, uh, how do I, 
I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew I was going with this. I do have a brain. It does work sometimes. It has not been sucked out through my nose and put in a canopic jar. Uh, I found it interesting that all the other inmates in the afterlife slash whatever asylum were devotees of Arthur, the guy who picks Mark up out from you know up from the floor, mm-hmm. is the guy that we see you know thrown down onto the table. Mm-hmm. And it was his, basically his number, his Arthur's number two guy, when in that scene in the desert where the scarab puts its wings together and points straight down. Yeah. So I don't know that there's any particular significance there, but I think it could tie into Kylan's question: Is this the afterlife, or at least some kind of afterlife holding cell? Right. Because it would seem that just about everybody. In that, you know, in that asylum is dead. Because mm-hmm. I think, I think, uh, I think one of the women was the one that got judged. Well, with the except, with the exception of Layla, the nurse right. who's basically playing his bingo thing. Right. So I just, I just thought that was an interesting take on things. Number one. I'm gonna tie into that, um, and this is my number one. Are we in the afterlife or did we have a who shot JR or St. Elsewhere dreamscape moment and everything we've seen as a dream in a sedated Mark personality? Mm. Mm. I think I, I think that that would be if everything was a dream up to this point. That would not play well. I mean, even though this is a one-shot deal, even though I get this one-shot deal, but if you did that, you are going to be upsetting a lot of fans. Well, then if you want to go back and, and say, then explain Steven, that's a hallucination from him being drugged, mm-hmm. still being drugged yeah. under the influence of whatever sedative mu- uh, medication they gave him. Mm. Mm. Okay, so... Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no. I, I was about to jump in, but I don't need to jump in. I need to wait my turn. Well, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead and take it. I, I, no. jumped, I jumped out of order because I wanted to get to my, tie mine in with y'all's. Um, that was my number one. Okay, Kylan, mm-hmm. I am doing my penance. You go next. <laughs> I mean, uh, so my number one is, uh, no, did a little research here and actually, uh, my 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 wife helped me out with this. So the hippo god goddess that we that we run into at the end of the episode, uh, Gloria, huh? Gloria from Madagascar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we believe that she is uh, the uh, and uh, the name escapes me right now. But she is the goddess that's connected to the god of death in Tom. the Egyptian. Yes, in the Egyptian pantheon, which just further would confirm that we are in the afterlife. But like I said, we could also, uh, if Stephen is been you know drugged, you no, know, and sedated into. No, next month. Then you know what we're looking at is just the the resulting images are in his, in his head. Right. But 
I I think that I think that what I think we are actually dealing with the afterlife. That's just for me. That's why I think. Yeah, that that was actually going to be my number one because I was doing research on that as well. Uh, Taret T A W E R E T. Uh, she has the ability to bless and cleanse the dead, guiding the deceased through the afterlife and back to the land of the living. And uh, it. She also has the name She Who Removes Water. What happened to Mark slash Stephen when they got shot? They fell into the water. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and something that I did not realize until we <laughs> – and also this is something that I did not know until I started doing the research. She has already been hinted at. She had been hinted at in episode number one okay. because – Stephen was was moving a box of plushies, mm-hmm, hippo mm-hmm. plushies, ah. with Egyptian headdresses. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. And and the boss says he calls them hippos, and he corrects her, saying they are in fact the Egyptian goddess Terwet. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. But actually, my my the, the number one I want to go with. I'm I'm changing my number one on the fly because. It's something that I did not think of until we started doing this conversation. Stephen is a fictional character in the asylum, in yeah. the afterlife yeah. asylum. Okay? He is, a, he is a character in a movie. Okay, so Stephen is a fictional character in this asylum setting. He is basically the Indiana Jones he is the he's he's in the movie. Uh, Layla, Nurse Layla, says I changed the movie because you've watched it so many times. Uh, Doctor Arthur Harrow, you know, slides across the the VCR, the the cassette tape, you know, the the sleeve has Stephen on it. So mm-hmm. to me, this is pretty much solidified the theory that Mark is the base entity. Yeah, Mark is the, is the uh, he's the OG. And as we have said, yo, Stephen is a, it's a construct, and whoever Dark Jake is is somebody that they don't want. Right. So, I, God, my train of thought just derailed. It, I am sensing a a similar situation with the Incredible Hulk because you had Hulk, you had Bruce Banner, you had mm-hmm. Gray Hulk. Right. And what did they do in the comics? Basically, they brought all the personalities into one setting. Right. Mm-hmm. Basically, had to come to Jesus meeting and merged all the personalities. What might happen if we did, um, if we did something similar? Well, there's been rumor that Ruffalo is supposed to make an appearance in the show. Maybe his appearance is to help Mark do that. And if if Moon Knight. Is a one-shot deal. If uh, if it's true, I mean, and I know it's true, but if it continues to hold out that Oscar Isaac's only signed for one season, what if these personalities are all merged into Moon Knight? Yeah. Well, I think we will see him in films. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Right. But I think this was to help set up the film whatever films he goes into. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Or potentially I mean, set up a Midnight Suns event for Disney Plus near the near the end of Phase Four. I don't see where I, I, this stuff does not happen in a vacuum. These these series do not happen in a vacuum. You're not going to go to the time, the effort, especially the money of doing a limited series for a character you're not going to bring in elsewhere. Right. Right. Exactly. So we will see Moon Knight. Now, oh, yeah. could it be Khonshu's avatar as somebody else? Maybe we see Layla Maybe. eventually. True. I mean, j- just because we see Moon Knight does not necessarily follow that we see Mark Spector. Right. Right. I would not be happy about that, but you could write it as his his part of the story is over and somebody else is the new avatar. Right. Well, so, I mean, I, I don't think it's coincidence we go from internals to this. I Now we're going from this into Doctor Strange. As this ends, we're going into Doctor Strange, getting that new pantheon. To, to tie into the old concept, it's all connected. Yeah. Let's see how it all ends up. So I'll say that was another successful countdown, gentlemen. Any final thoughts? Uh, I want to see more Egyptian gods. Yeah. Yes. I yes. want. To, I want to see. I want to see their interpretation of a Horus. Ooh, I want to see yeah. their interpretation of an Anubis. Yeah. Even Ra. Can see, I can see Ra. So, mm-hmm. uh, final thoughts. I. I'm. You know. It, They've blown my expectations out the water with every episode, uh, you know. And now it's just—I I just can't wait to see what they're going to do next. Because um, I have no—I think what we have what two more episodes to go. Yep. I have no idea how in the world they're going to wrap this up. I know they're going to do it. I just need to see how. Right. Well, in a typical narrative. If we look at this as one giant movie, one six-hour movie, basically, right? We're at the end of Act Two. Yep, we're, yes. we're we've hit the climax. We're heading into the we finale. We have hit the low point. We have hit the low point. So, mm-hmm. uh, my final thought, uh, and we we were talking about it briefly in Facebook Messenger. Apparently, Terry Crews is in Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So, next time I'm there, I will scout for him. <laughs> On that note, all wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? No, just time to go dark.